If you'd like to open your Bibles, we'll be in Romans chapter five. Last week, we talked about love and how Jesus loves us, God loves us, always has, always will. And the part I want everybody to get is no matter what. There, there's, this, there's this weird thing out there that somehow if we don't do everything right, you know, God doesn't love us anymore and he's gonna get us and all that kind of stuff. And, and honestly, I don't wanna worship a flake like that. I wanna worship almighty God. Are you listening? Are you listening? Because the evil one's gonna tell you this ain't true. But he loves you no matter what. Because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure everybody here has done something really stupid before in their life. Huh? Anybody here? Nobody, you know, because if you have it, you're Jesus Christ, so you need to be preaching. All right? But I want you to hear this. This is so important because there are so many people that have given up on God, given up on church, and that church thing's a real scary thing to get tied up in. But the bottom line is they give up, they walk away, they say, that ain't for me. I can't do that stuff. Let me help you with this. None of us can do all that stuff. That's pretty weak. None of us can do all that stuff. You know, I wish I could, but I'm telling you right now, I'm just gonna preach a great, beautiful sermon today and all God's people said, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. But by the end of the day, I'm going to say or do something stupid. I don't want to. I want to do God's will. I want to be God's man. I want to shine God's light on every person. I, I do. I really do. And here's the other thing I want to say to you. Quit using that, well, I'm a human or I'm not perfect as an excuse. I'm really tired of hearing that because if you're a Christian, you may not live it out perfectly, but you want to be perfect. Are you hearing me? There's so many people, well, you know, I'm just a human, so it's okay, I'm a jerk. No, it's not. It's really not. Well, you know, I'm just human. You know, I make mistakes. So, you know, that stuff I say all the time or do all the time, it's okay. It's not. Everybody hear me? You know, everybody hear me. This is, this is so important. But God always has loved you, always will. He's loving on you now. And the bottom line is, no matter what happens, he still loves you. Now, let me follow that a little bit. You may need to ask forgiveness. Well, he loves me, so I don't have to. Oh, no, 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 no. If you, do, you sin and do something stupid, you need to repent and ask forgiveness. And let me help you with something. If you're a Christian, you do. I'll say it again because y'all missed it. If you're a Christian, you do. You, know, you, don't, you don't make these flaky excuses. Well, you know, God understands. Yeah, God understands you sinned. And sin is a, uh, sin is a, a, a the, the wolf, what am I looking for? The wages of sin is death. And you don't want that in your life. You don't want that hanging on your head. You don't want that hanging on your heart. You want to know I'm covered by the blood. 
I confess my sin. I am forgiven. And I, I like that last part. And I am cleansed from all unrighteousness. In God's eyes, I'm good. Amen. Amen? Amen. So important. So important. So, so, so important. So last week, we talked about him loving us all the time, all the way through, no matter what. This week, <laughs> I want to tell you something. He loved you so much that even though you didn't fully have your act together and there was still sin in your life. Now get excited. I know the Super Bowl's coming. Act like it's the Super Bowl. Think about this. You don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. Nobody deserves this. But everybody in your world needs to hear about this. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everybody in your world needs to hear about this. While you were yet a sinner, because of that great love, he died for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's good. Just keep saying that, you know. No, this is awesome stuff. It all flows together. See, the thing we've got to understand is that's who we're supposed to be too. We were created in the image of God. And what salvation and sanctification is all about is a restoration of that image. And if he loved enough to die for us, then the bottom line is we're supposed to love enough to die for others. See, too often in church, we get this idea, well, you know, that they were snippy with me one time, so I have a right not to like them or love them forever. No, you don't. No, you don't. Somebody say amen. Yeah, no. Here's the problem. See, I grew up in this. There were people that, they were just church jerks. And I hope they're listening. And a lot of them knew. They were mean. Every Sunday, oh, I'm saved and sanctified, going to heaven. But in 10 minutes, I'm going to scream at somebody and be a jerk. Tell that to your father, the devil. You with me? And you know what the problem was growing up? There wasn't anybody, man or woman, enough to stand up and say, this is evil. These kids around here, they need to know that the people who stand up and say, I am a man or a woman of God are men and women of God. And the bottom line is when somebody walks in and they want to treat somebody poorly, they get dealt with. Amen. Because you have to understand, I got, I grew up with a lot of kids and I've got relatives that don't want anything to do with the church or Jesus because nobody dealt with those people. People are like, oh, I just love. No, if you love, you don't let people do stuff in front of these young people or young Christians or anything like that. Amen? Mature Christians, amen? So very, very important. But Jesus came to die. He came to die so I don't have to. Now in a minute, I'm gonna preach something kind of twisty there, but, but you gotta understand, he came to die in your place. He did, every, in his death, he did everything necessary for your salvation. Everything. 
You say, well, I, I make mistakes. I don't live up to the law. You know, some of these church people have made laws. There are some church people that have made rules and laws that Jesus Christ himself could not live up to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, seriously, you know, it just doesn't happen that way. But Jesus Christ, are you listening? Jesus Christ did everything necessary for me to have life eternal, life abundant. Amen, you with me? Life fruitful, life, 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 life. But before that could happen, there had to be a death. Next week, we're going to talk about resurrection. And you know what there has to be before there's a resurrection? A death. <laughs> okay? And kids, this is something Jesus came to teach us, not only in what he did on the cross of Calvary, but he came to teach us that death is something we need to do on a daily basis. Okay? When Jesus Christ was growing up, and he grew up, and, and one of the most mysterious things was how the Holy Spirit led, Matthew 4, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. That, that, that blew me away the first time I heard that. Because lots of times, I, people get the idea, well, if I'm tempted, that's my fault. Well, if that's true, it was Jesus' fault. Got to be consistent. But the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. And the, and the evil one, I don't know whether it's ever happened to you, but the evil one came and promised him everything. He did. Some bread. Now, after 40 days of, of fasting, you might want a piece of bread. Turn that stone into bread. Yeah, baby. You know? And he said, no. I eat the word of God, you know? And, you know, get up on that, that thing and, and jump off and the, the father will, he said, no, no, don't play games with God. Did you ever play a game with, I've done it. You know, God, I'm, don't tell anybody, but I've tried to walk on water before. Anybody else ever tried that? <laughs> anybody? I know there's a place for me at my brother's hospital. I know that. All right, he runs mental institutions. No, he does. But the bottom line is, I, it didn't work. But I'm like, okay, Jesus, just once. Just one step, I'd tell him. I don't need two steps, just one step. Kerplunk. But, you know, he said, man, you don't play games with God. You don't play games. And he gets, get up there, gets up there and says, listen, if you will bow down and worship me, I will give you the world. You know what Satan owns? Nothing. Now think about that. He ever tried to offer you anything? Oh, if you'll just partake of this, oh baby, this is gonna be an ecstasy you have never, ever, ever had in your life. Understand, he can't give you anything. Nothing. That's kind of what Jesus said. You're a fool. Get out of my face. You know? You know what we need to say to him? You're a fool. Get out of my face. 
You know, this, and you've got to understand, this is a constant. I, you know, what I'm going to teach you this morning is you need to learn to die. You. Too many people and too many churches talk about life, 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 life. Let me help you with something. You can't have that awesome life that Jesus Christ died and rose again for until you die. You see, we're all born in selfishness. We're all born in carnality, the church calls it. We're all born, the big word today is narcissism. He or she is a narcissist. What the heck does that mean? That means you're selfish and you're kind of crazy, you know? But the bottom line is you've got to understand something. We're all born selfish. We're all born narcissists. If you don't believe me, go back and work in the infant room. There's toys in there that haven't been played with for 476 years. But you let one child pull that toy out. How many kids want that toy? They all do. And here's the worst part. As adults, all we do is perfect the art. Anybody still love me? (laughs) Understand, this is something that without the grace of God, it doesn't get better. We can't temper it. We can't kind of push it down. We won't. It will win. Romans chapter six talks about the fact that when we are baptized, we are baptized into Christ, amen? You know, but hear what I'm saying. When you are baptized, you are baptized not into his life, but into his death. Death with him. The problem with people who call themselves Christians is they're still alive. And if you're still alive, the evil one is going to win in your life. It's kind of silent. If you, if, if your mind is, you're still in control of your mind, Satan's going to win in your mind. If you're still in control of your heart and you're still living in your heart. Now, now get, now understand, I, I don't listen to main preachers. I apologize for that. But I love all these um, Tony Robbins, uh, all these kind of people because preachers are just boring to me. But those guys, They're awesome about telling me what it's going to be like on the other side of my spiritual death, how I can run and be great and be successful and be awesome and powerful in God. I like that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm a fruitcake, all right? And I'm okay with that. But what they don't teach you is the only way to get to eternal life is to personally die. is to personally die to your selfishness. The only way for resurrection to take over in your mind, in your heart, in your life is to die. And here's the cool part. Jesus already did it. 
Jesus already did it for us. Jesus already did it to be an example for us. Jesus already chose to die and rise again to show us how it is done. And if we will come in union with him, that's kind of what we did in the communion. If we will come in union with him, he, listen, this is so good. He will lead us into and through death to get to the other side, to the power of God, to the joy of God, to the peace of God, to the hallelujah of God. And I want to tell you right now, if the dynamics of this world are ruling your mind and your heart, you need to die. If you hate your spouse, you need to die. Oh, but he's, my wife could say this, but he's an idiot. And it would be true. I don't struggle with that. But if she hates me for that, she needs to die. And vice versa. Well, that person, you don't understand. You don't understand what my ex did. I get that. I, I, I don't understand that feeling. I don't. And I hurt for you. I, I really, really do. But the choice you have to make is, are you going to allow your ex or are you going to allow your, these people that have hurt you in the past rule and dominate and dictate your life the rest of your life? But if you hunker down and you say, Jesus, because <laughs> I know this feeling, I really don't know how to die to that. I don't know how to surrender in this. I went through 10 years of some kind of depression. I don't know whether it was chemical, stupid, I don't know. But I went through all that. And my wife would tell me, you need to surrender. And I would look at her and say, I don't know how. Pastor, I'm depressed. You need to die. Now, I ain't telling you to go shoot yourself. Don't leave this place. Oh, well, pastor told me to shoot. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to die with Christ to enter in to his resurrection glory. Amen? You with me? It's the only hope we have. I don't care what it is. It could be despondency. It could be anxiety. It could be whatever. You need to die. But pastor, you don't understand. It doesn't matter whether I understand. He does. And the only hope you have is to die with him. And when you die with him, you gain this resurrection glory thing that is just awesome. And no longer am I dictated to or dominated by anything but him. And he loves me, always has, always will. And he's the dominator in my life. Let's all stand. Kids. We're going to sing a song. And it's talking about Jesus. Aren't you glad we're going to sing about Jesus since we're in church? You know? But it goes through and it gets to the point where he dies. And then, then there's this part where, you know, they try to do this musical thing where it builds a crescendo and everything. We ought to be all crescendoing.
I know that's not a word, but I like it. Christians, we need to be people that understand. Are you listening to me? When I die with Jesus, the next thing you know, (laughs) I ain't dead no more. I'm not dictated to by evil anymore. No evil dominates me. Nothing but Jesus Christ dominates my life. And he is everything I'm looking for. Because on that third day, after I die, the stone was rolled away. And Jesus Christ himself raises from the dead. This is what I want you to do. When we get to that part, I know it's church, but get excited. Because you don't have to leave this place the same as you came in. If Satan was dominating your mind when you came in, he doesn't have to be dominating your mind when you leave. Oh, pastor, you don't understand. You need years of counseling and everything. No, I need pow, resurrection. I'm so tired of hearing that stuff. Excuses. Okay? Anybody here ever been stabbed in the heart by somebody? You got two choices. You could sit around and suck your thumb and be angry and feel sorry for yourself the rest of your life. Or you can die with Christ. And let him heal that thing. So that as you leave, get up and leave this place today, you're living, baby. You're living. But if that's dominating your heart, you ain't living. Amen? Amen. I know it's been a painful week for a lot of people. I know it has. But here's the cool part. After death, it's resurrection. Amen? And I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. Diane suffered for 10 years. And I mean, she was suffering. You know? Good thing she was a woman because us men would have given up five years before. And all God's ladies said, "Uh uh-huh. But Monday night, Tuesday morning, as soon as she died, no more pain. I bet she did this. Amen? Amen? I bet she just did that. I bet she, and I ain't got to put up with that nasty preacher anymore. Because I call her old woman all the time. You don't have to walk out of here the same. Are you with me? You don't have to walk out of here the same. Oh, but pastor, you don't understand. Quit making excuses. Just believe. Well, I don't know what to believe. Folks, there's lots of times I don't know what to believe. I just know this. He said it. I believe it. That's good enough for me. He can work out the rest. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, there's just sometimes, you know, you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. Just believe. This is a great day.
I'm quite a dancer, aren't I? This is your day. Too many of us love Jesus and Jesus loves us, but we walk around with so much garbage in our life, on our mind, on our heart, on our soul. Today's a good day to die with him. And when they sing about the resurrection, actually smile. Actually smile. I know it's church. But the bottom line is, smile. Let it happen. If you want to kneel at the altar to die, that's great. You want to kneel at your seat to die, that's great. You want to stand up and die, I don't care. Just don't sit down before you fall. But hear what I'm saying. Don't walk out of here the same. Don't walk out of there with that, this trash dominating your mind and your heart and your life. But Pastor, you got to understand, I love this. I'm addicted. He's bigger than your addiction. His resurrection is more powerful than your addiction, whatever it is. Amen? Hear this. Please hear this. He can do anything and everything that is necessary for you to enter eternal life and joy and peace and hope and hallelujah. Amen. Hey, thank you for watching, listening, and subscribing. Our hope is that this content will point to the person who can heal and transform your life. That person is Jesus. If you would like to learn more about him and how to become healthy in every area of your life, we would like to give you access to Right Now Media. This is the world's largest video streaming library of biblical resources and entertainment. It's completely free. We already paid this subscription for you. Scan the QR code if you're watching or find the link in the description below. Again, thank you for being here. We'll see you next time.